Hello and welcome to the House of Commentary. Today we're going to be discussing the world of sports, in particular the World Cup in Qatar, uh, where to the end of the first week or so, and or eight days, and it's been a very interesting time. And with me to discuss the matches and what's going on is Stats. Hello everyone. Let's start with... Uh, Group A, I suppose. I suppose Group A, yes. Yeah. So basically, actually, before we say that, let me just sort of give a little bit of background. Uh, what we're going to do is go through each of the groups. Uh, there are eight of them. Um, the, there are 32 teams in the World Cup, obviously, and they're all fighting to get into the last 16. The top two teams of each uh, group um, will go through. It's eight groups of four. Um, the... Matches themselves have been pretty good. I've actually been quite shocking as well with some results. Some of the results have been particularly shocking, not expected. And I think that adds to the excitement. And it's been so far, to be honest, it's been, with, the, with the unfortunate uh, poor game here and there, of which there have been a couple of poor games, I think it's been a very good World Cup so far. What do you think? I agree, especially with what we, what we had in the last few days. Yeah, absolutely. This weekend has been fantastic. Okay, so um, let's go with Group A, as you mentioned. Which is Ecuador, Netherlands, Senegal and the host nation Qatar. That's right. And at the moment, Ecuador and Netherlands are in the top two positions. And, and unfortunately, Qatar is actually out of the World Cup. That is correct. Which They've... I had a slight fear because their team, I feel, was not very really strong enough to handle the likes of the Europeans and South American teams. You're right. And actually, Qatar, unfortunately, uh, I think the first host not to get into um, a last 16 round mm. uh, in the history of the World Cup. And I think it shows, really, because Qatar... Uh, it's not really a footballing nation, and when you look at their team, you don't even recognise any of the players. No, whereas if the likes of Ecuador and Netherlands and Senegal, you can at least name one player. From yeah, the there team. are good players in each of those teams, obviously. Um, so how's it gone? So Ecuador and Netherlands at the top, they're both um, won one and drawn one game. Uh, Senegal are third, having Qatar, won one game, and Qatar, Qatar obviously zero, zero points because they lost both their games. What do you think is going to happen there? Because it's pretty close. You know, the top three, um, the remaining games are uh, Qatar versus Netherlands and Ecuador versus Senegal. How do you think they're going to go? So I think Netherlands is going to easily beat Qatar. There's no question about that. Yeah, and that will put them on seven points. And then the Ecuador-Senegal match is going to be quite interesting. I think that's going to be a really great game. because. And I have a feeling Senegal might just pip Ecuador to it. Really? Yeah. Well, um, Senegal are African champions, aren't yeah, they? they are. And Sadio Mane, unfortunately, oh. is not actually in the team. He got injured. Yeah. yeah. And, then and then he was told, and then it was announced on Instagram that he was actually going to the World Cup. Oh right! But then, yes. But then they decided that he to not to rule him out completely because he hadn't recovered in time. All oh, right. Okay. So that's and been... I think that goes for a lot of players, yeah. which we'll be discussing further along. That's right. That's right. So I think Senegal, uh, because it's the great the great thing about the the last game of of these uh, round robin games to do with the actual groups is that the last game they played at the same time. The last two games they played at the same time, and it is effectively winner-takes-all. And I think that in the Ecuador-Senegal uh, match, I think Ecuador might sneak it. So I, d I disagree with oh. you. I think Ecuador might just sneak it. They're in a pretty good position. I think they're very, very confident. And the last game I thought was a pretty good game. 
um, where they drew against Netherlands. So I, think, I actually, yeah, and to yeah. and to and to add on that, I actually thought the Senegal Qatar game was quite interesting as well. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a very good game as well. I mean, Senegal um, won three one. Qatar, I'm glad I saw them score a goal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, the, that's the one thing. Yeah, that's the one thing I think everyone's happy about that they they at least even though they didn't make it to the to the last sixteen, they can still be happy they scored a goal. Yeah, and they did do well. Yeah, yeah. so. We'll see what happens. But so you think Senegal are going to go through? I think Ecuador. We both agree the Netherlands are going yeah. to go through. And I think I mean they got Virgil van Dijk, so what can go wrong? Well, a lot can go wrong. You'd be amazed at how the Netherlands can blow up at the last minute. But in this particular case, I don't see them losing to. Um, I don't see them losing to Qatar. Neither do I. Um, if Qatar did the impossible and won that game, then it would be it'd be it'd be amazing because. Um, Netherlands, I think, will still go through. Yes, they'll still go through because they'll get yeah. up. They'll be on four points. Senegal would have to win. If Senegal beat Ecuador um, and Netherlands lost, then yes, Netherlands will be out and Ecuador and Senegal will both go through. So it's interesting. But I think that's a, a given that Netherlands will win. Okay, mm-hmm. Group B, our favourite group. England, Iran, USA, Wales. Now, on Friday... Oh, don't yeah! England Friday, versus USA, USA, I think, is one of the poorest games I've seen in I a can very, roll. Like the very fact, long time. It looked like the England players just didn't want to be there. They weren't in sync. They weren't in rhythm. Yeah, it's just strange. I mean, I don't know what it is with Gareth Southgate, the manager. He, when he sees the team not doing well or not showing any energy, he doesn't do any subs until the last minute. Last, yeah, last fifteen. And also, doesn't help the fact that all the fans are shouting USA. USA. Yeah, they and were. And if you're an England fan, you'd be like, this should not happen to us. Yeah, the fans actually at the end of the game, the English fans booed the England team. The English team actually performed very, very poorly. And I think it kind of um, sums it up when you think that England's uh, best player was Harry Maguire. Oh, who, I agree. Who, it's, to give him his dues, he's done well. I mean, everybody thought, and I know I'm one of them, I didn't think he deserved to be in the team. But Neither did I, because he doesn't even play for his own club, so how can he be included in this squad, national team? That's right, but he was the best player on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best player for the USA was Pulisic. Pulisic. And he's a forward, so the, it sums it up. The Americans, their best players were all forwards, and with England, the best players were all the defence. And I think that that shows how poor the match was from an England perspective. Yeah, especially when they batted it on 6-2 on the opening game. That's right, that's right. Um, so that was a really poor game. However, there was also another game on that same day, Wales versus Iran, and this one was... Um, a shocker, I think, to all the It was an absolute youth. shocker. I mean, Wales had to really win this game. Uh, to stand a good chance of getting through, the Welsh would. It was. It was. Iran were played really well. To be honest, yeah, they they'd recovered very well from England uh, from being beaten six two, and it looked like it was going for a draw. And then the, Wales just gave up, just switched off. I think. Well, the Wales goalkeeper came out. Oh yeah, Remember, and he got a red card. Out, yeah, he got a red card because he came out literally two minutes before the end of the game, or three minutes before the end of the game. He went out to clear a ball. Totally missed the ball. Hit, hit the, hit the uh, Iranian um, striker. In the face. And then instant red card. Instant red card. Yeah, In fact, actually, it wasn't an instant. The, um, the actual referee um, had wanted to give a yellow card. Oh. Okay, but VAR said, no, it should be a red. Oh, that... And 
So that's and I can imagine all the world's fans reaction being like booing well, yeah, them and just exactly. Like, and and the Welsh team, unfortunately, by that time was so tired they just couldn't handle um, going down to ten men and the onslaught that came from Iran being desperate to score. Do you reckon that's the heat? Well, no, I just think they just it just shows when you have that. Um, if you, it shows that when you have that energy, because now the Iranians thought they had got a chance of winning. They oh, gave yeah. them lots of energy. They scored in the last minute of the game. And one of the things that's actually um, new at this World Cup is that they are being, they're trying to be very accurate with the amount of time. So in scoring in the last minute, they celebrated for a minute. So they were given and they had to play another minute. And then Iran scored again in that minute and actually won 2-0, which is actually yeah. incredible. There's been a lot of those last-minute goal scoring over the yeah. last few days. Yeah, because the extra time's now so long. Yeah. Eight minutes, nine minutes. I mean, you say that, but with the, I remember, I think it was one of the game matches yesterday, they actually had nine minutes before the half-time whistle blew. Yeah, yeah. And that it's just crazy. I think when England played um, Iran, I think there was about, in total, almost 20 minutes of extra time that's a lot for halves. football game. Yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, so Wales now are playing England on Tuesday. Which is going to be a massive game because it's a pretty much a win-win for both teams. Well, it, not well. It depends. It's uh, England. England will almost certainly go through. The only way Wales can go through is if they win 4-0, which I don't see that happening. I don't see them beating England 4-0. And also, if Iran actually beat USA, then Wales are through. Yeah. Um, but no, no, if Iran win, um, then they're through. If, if if Iran beat USA, they're through. However, there is a there is a interesting sort of combination here. If Iran and USA draw and um, Wales are able to win um, by a decent margin, which I think has to be... It's actually 4-0. I don't see Wales going through. I don't see how they'll be able to get through. What's interesting, who do you think is going to win out of Iran and USA? I have a feeling USA might beat Iran. You know what? Again, I disagree. I oh. think Iran are actually on a bit of a roll at the moment. And the way they um, held um, the Welsh team... Welsh team has been pretty good. I mean, they... They, I, th- I thought they played well against the USA, even though they drew. Um, but I think I think the Iranians might just pip it. I mean, the Americans have got a great team, lots of energy. Yeah, because they they, really and the reason why the well USA is because the way they held up with the England game, where they were literally just uh, all on uh, Attack, on most of their yeah. heels. Yeah, they were really they were, they, they were, and they were really like pushing England to the limits. They did. I mean. If they had had better strikers other than just Pulisic, if they had some other strikers, they would have actually won that game, I think. But the, um, I think we've seen the best of the USA. And I think against Iran, they're going to have to... Uh, I think the Iranians can actually play. And I think they'll be looking to at least get a win. Um, they're not going to be satisfied with a draw. Which, if they do get a draw, they'd actually... Um, that actually go through. So they can get through with a draw or a win. USA have to win. And, and Wales have to win if they want to keep yeah. their World Cup chances alive. That's right, and win by a big margin. So, I th- yeah, so you think USA will win and go through, which is, I think, a good bet, you know, but I think, I don't know, something tells me that Iran might just pip it because they just need a draw or a win, and I think they're capable of getting a win. So wait we'll and have see. to see, wait and see. Now, talking about C, Group C... 
Poland, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico. And at the moment, Poland are on top. Argentina obviously had a disaster against Saudi Arabia and lost, but then came back with a win against the Mexicans, winning 2-0. Uh, we have Saudi Arabia third and then Mexico dead on last. one point at, at, at the bottom. Now, it's, the interesting is with Poland, uh, when I saw the Poland-Saudi uh, uh, Saudi Arabia game, I was quite surprised that Lewandowski had not had not scored in a World Cup. Up until that moment, yeah. I mean, obviously, he it was a disaster in the match against uh, Mexico where he missed a penalty. Yeah. Um, but Poland are in a strong position now. They've got four points. They're playing Argentina. Argent, it's, it's really interesting. If Argentina and Poland draw... They both okay, go through. Well, Poland are on five. Argentina get on uh, four points. If Saudi Arabia then beat Mexico, Argentina don't go through. Oh. So, and and the Saudis, is quite interesting. I mean, they got beaten bad. They got beaten quite comprehensively by the uh, Poles. But then there also be Argentina who are actually the yeah. fa- they're actually the favourites won the favourites to win the cup. Yeah, that's right. And the strange thing is when they, well it's not a strange thing. When they won the uh, when they beat the Argentinians two uh, one one, the Saudi Arabian government actually um, declared a holiday. And, and also, holiday yeah, and also the president actually gifted the Saudi, all the players like Rolls Royce. A Rolls Royce each, yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens if they can beat the Mexicans and actually get through to the next round. I mean, that is, it's going to be really interesting. The Mexicans obviously are going to be desperate to beat the Saudi Arabians, but Mexico hasn't really um fired well i haven't played well and like one especially of the... in the game against uh, argentina because i felt like some of the players were like giving the ball away they were just switching off yeah the other thing about the argentina mexico game was um mexico did have they, they they sort of did well in the midfield they'd get the balls to the strikers and the strikers were just incapable of getting a shot on target yeah and they just seemed to not be able to score so I think Which that's is weird be a because problem. as a striker, your main job is to make sure you're getting the goals in to keep yeah, your absolutely. chances up. Absolutely. And it, you've got to at least test the goalkeeper. So mm. I think Mexico have a real problem in that they seem to be struggling to um, put the goalkeepers under pressure. And for and the only way and but having said that, there is an option where uh, for them, if they beat Saudi Arabia, if they beat Saudi Arabia and Poland beat Argentina then Mexico qualify. So the Poland-Argentina match is really important. If Poland lose, then there's also the possibility that they don't go through. So Poland need a minimum of one point. If Argentina, to really guarantee going through, need to win. So again, this is a really exciting... Yeah, and the thing is, I think this is Messi's last chance of winning the cup as well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. His goal, by the way, against Mexico, I thought was really good. And what was really funny was up until that moment, the commentators were saying, God, Messi is... He's rubbish because he's not well, not rubbish, but he's not doing anything because he's walking around. Yeah. And next thing you know, the ball Bang. comes to him and he bangs it into the back of the net. I thought <laughs> it was just wonderful. Yeah, and the, and I bet and I, and I think at that time when it happened, the commentators are like, "I take back what I just said." Yeah, that's right. They all said that. So that's going to be interesting. So you think that? So who do you think is going to go through? Who do you think on Group C? Who do you think is going to go through? I reckon it's going to be Poland, uh, Argentina. All right, you think it's going to be Poland, Argentina? Yeah. I think. Poland will beat Argentina. Oh. Okay, I think I I don't think they're going to try to get a draw. 
I think they'll actually try to win. And I think Poland will beat Argentina. And then it's down to Mexico and Saudi Arabia. And I don't know. Because the Mexicans can't seem to score, I think it's not, I don't think it's going to be, a, and I don't think it's going to be a draw. I think Saudi will sneak it. Because they've scored some good goals, yeah, they have. And they've and the guy who um, scored for them in against Argentina, I mean, he scored some great goals. So mm-hmm. I think there's a possibility of a massive upset there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think the other ones are upsets, but this one, mm-hmm. um, I think, could be a big upset. So Saudi might just sneak through. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll mm-hmm. see what happens there. Now Group D: France, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia, and. Here, France have already got Qualified. through. Yeah, they got through. And it's, it's really After interesting. After Australia 4-1. 4-1, and then they beat Denmark 2-1. I mean, mm. Mbappe scored those two goals. And Denmark... Um, I will say, I'm really actually happy, well. though, that Christian Eriksen actually is, is finally back playing internationally after what happened in the Euros last year. I think everybody's, everybody's happy with that. Mm. I, th- I think everybody's happy with that because it shows that a player who's had a heart attack can... Uh, come back and play at the highest levels. Obviously, last season he was magnificent at Brentford. Oh, I agree. And um, and I actually thought Brentford were going to sign him, but then he they ended tried up doing Man United. Yeah, they were, they were desperate to sign him, um, but obviously he chose to go to Man United. And I think um, it's going to be interesting. I don't, I know if Man United don't actually finish in the top four, they'll be sort of back in the conference. Uh, Sort of European conference leagues and, yeah. and or you or, or the lesser competitions, and people will forget Ericsson. Whereas I think if he had stayed at Brentford, he would have become a hero forever. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyway, I, he's been he, he's been playing really well, um, but at the moment France um, are on six points. Australia did an amazing thing feat actually in beating Tunisia, which, which was a massive surprise really. Um, and that and that was a great game. It was a great game. Denmark are on one point. Tunisia are on one point. So this is an again really interesting. The last two games are Tunisia versus France, Australia, Australia versus, versus Denmark. Denmark. I think Australia can hold Denmark to get a point. I agree, actually. Yeah. So if they get because a point, it, because when it was the France Australia game, I even called it that Australia were going to score first, which they did. Yeah, and I must admit, I think that Australia because they just need one point. If they get one point. They'll qualify, I think. And I feel um, that'll be a massive thing for everybody back home. Yeah, I don't see Tunisia beating France. I think that'll be an uh, that'll be a phenomenal result. Um, and even if they did beat France, um, yeah, if they beat France, I mean, they have to beat France to get through. Basically, looking at the tables, and I just don't see that happening. Yes, yeah, so for Tunisia, it's pretty much do or die situation. Yeah, even if France put out a slightly weaker team, I still I still think they'll beat Tunisia. Yeah, because France have all strong players going Mbappe, Giroud. Yeah, and Giroud is now he's equaled um no, he hasn't. That's what he equaled the, No, he he didn't score yesterday. Mbappe scored both goals. No, but it's the previous all right, he probably needs to I think I think he's on equal. He has to he score needs, one he, more goal yeah, to he's one more goal to become France's all best yeah. goal so, scorer. Yeah, so he's equaled Henri's record, but he just needs to go one more to become the leading scorer yeah. for France. And I hope he does it. And I hope they play him I against do this as well. year. So who do you think's gonna well France are obviously through Qualified. already? Who do you think is gonna go through with them out of Australia, Denmark and Tunisia? I think Australia might sneak it. I agree. I agree. We agree now. Finally, we agree I, on the team. I, I, think, I think they'll sneak it. And I think, I mean, Denmark are going to be desperate to win. Obviously, if they win, 
um, then on goal difference they'll go through. But I don't see Tunisia beating France. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. So I think it's the Australia Denmark game is going to be the one to watch out. And it's going to be the most exciting. Right, Group E. This is going to be the interesting one, actually. Okay, who's in the group? Spain, Japan, Costa Rica, Germany. Okay. Spain's so, coming four points. Japan's Japan's got three points. Costa Rica's got three points. And Germany's got one point, which is a shocker for them. Yeah, I mean, obviously Germany losing to Japan is one of the biggest shocks ever. I think the biggest shock was Costa Rica. Spain wouldn't be in Costa Rica 7-0. I mean, nobody expected that as well. I mean, that, but, but, no, but nobody expected them to lose to Costa Rica. But nobody, nobody was saying that Japan were going to beat Germany. And the fact they beat them 2-1 is absolutely phenomenal. It's a bit like Saudi Arabia winning. Nobody expected that against Argentina. I mean, yeah. that was just like, it never happens. And it did. So this, this the World Cup has produced some incredible results. Australia beating Tunisia was also another one that was quite incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the earlier games, Germany lost to Japan. Spain thrashed Costa Rica. Which Costa I did not Rica, see coming. No, and Costa Rica, amazingly beat Japan. Oh. And that was uh-huh. nobody expected that. And then obviously Germany drew with Spain today. Yeah, and which I would and now I'm and I know I'm gonna be a little bit harsh, but I'm actually glad that Germany actually drew because it gives them a chance to because it makes things more interesting in the group. Yeah. So they, so all four teams have a chance of getting through if the results go their way. Um for Germany to get through to the next stage um, Japan has to lose to Spain, which I think is going to happen. Regardless, I'd be very I agree. Su- I'd be very surprised if Spain lose to Japan. However, however, what I would say, looking at how Spain played today against Germany, I think Japan can My hold speaking. them to a draw. Ooh. Can hold them to a draw. And if they hold them to a draw, that gives them four points. Now, then it gets down to Costa Rica versus Germany. I don't if, see Costa Rica beating Germany. But if they although did, having said that, although, although having said that, in today's game, Spain and Germany, I don't know what was going on with Germany's team, but every time they had the ball, they would just give it to the They Spanish were giving players. away far too many balls, yeah. The midfield was very poor, in in my opinion. I mean, they just gave away the ball so many times. Like, even the commentators were tight, getting tied over as well. They just kept giving these silly passes away. Yeah, that's right. So... So Japan, if Japan holds Spain to a draw, okay, which is possible, I think, given what's happened today, um, Costa Rica, a draw won't be so good enough. They'd have to get more than a draw because of the goal difference because they were thrashed by Spain. Mm. But if they beat Germany, they automatically get get through. They'll have six points Mm. and they'll get through. And if Japan beats Spain... And Costa Rica beat Germany, Spain don't get through. Oh, so this so it's is very it's tight. a lot it's to very play for. Tight in the group, then. and in ter- yeah, and in terms of Germany itself, if the Germans beat Costa Rica, it gives them Spain, a chance of qualifying. Yeah, and Spain beat Japan, then it comes down to goal difference. So there is a possible if you know as long as it's not one nil. If Germany win by two goals they'll go through if Spain beat Japan. So it's a really, really tight group. And again, just like the other groups, these la- these last matches... Oh, do or die. Yeah, do or die. They're like cup finals. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
So that so who do you think is going to go through? I think it's going to be, I think Japan and Spain. Japan and Spain. Yeah, that's going to be so. So you so you think Costa Rica are going to get beaten by Germany? Do you? I think I do. Yeah, I, I think Germany will beat Costa Rica actually. Um, although having said that, part of me is thinking they're going to, that's going to be a draw. Um, and if it's a draw, then it all comes down to the Spain Germany match. If Spain win, then Costa Rica go through. Okay. You mean Spain get, Japan because Spain yeah, will be if Spain Germany. beat yeah Spain sorry if Spain beat Japan, and Costa Rica draw with Germany, then Costa Rica go through because they'll have four points. Spain Japan will only have three. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's quite likely that it'll be Spain and Costa Rica go through. Oh, interesting. That's what I think. Okay. Okay, so Group F. Croatia, Morocco, Belgium, Canada. Now, the shocker here today was Belgium being beaten 2-1 by Morocco. I mean, that was unbelievable. Having said that, in the earlier games, Morocco, Croatia drew 0-0. Um, Belgium beating Canada, which Canada. I knew was going to happen. Well, they beat them one nil, but it was a real. It's quite a late goal, and I think they were quite lucky to win. get that. I thought yeah. they were quite lucky to actually um, win that game. Obviously, Canada now are out because they lost four one to Croatia. So, which the... was I think that were as soon as I saw Croatia going to play Canada. Part of me did think that Croatia will actually batter yeah, Canada. Yeah, they're going to get the points. They're going to get the goals. Because being in the final, being the finalist from the last World Cup, they'll have that experience. Yeah, and they've got some great players, not just Modric, uh, but they've got some great players. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's, it's fantastic. Um, so Croatia looked like their very last game is actually against Belgium. Ooh, um, this is going to be interesting. It's really going to be interesting because... Belgium needs to win in order to stay in. Yeah. Exactly. And a draw will not do for Belgium. So Belgium have to actually um, win that game. If Belgium beat Croatia, okay, Morocco just need to beat Canada. Which I think is going to happen. They need a draw or a win. And I think that's going to happen. So I because think Canada Morocco are, in a good position. Because Canada are already out, so... Yeah. I mean, the Canadians might try for a draw. If they oh. try for a draw, that's a good result. They'll get at least one yeah. point. But that draw... Doesn't really change things in the standings. It actually... Yeah, well, it does because it gives Morocco one point. Morocco then get five points and they get through. Oh, so wow. Morocco, I think, are more or less guaranteed. Unless Canada beat them... Then they're out. They're, yeah, then they, well, unless Canada beat Morocco, Morocco are going to go through. Um, and then it's between Croatia and Belgium. And that game, Belgium have to win. Oh, I if agree. They, if they, no, if they draw, they don't get through. So... Do you think Croatia will beat Belgium or Belgium beat Croatia? Oh, I have no idea. I think it's going to be a very close game between the two. It will be. It will be very close, actually. I think Belgium will beat Croatia. I uh, think so, too. I, yeah, I think, you know, this is because the Bel. What was it that uh, De Bruyne said about the uh, Belgium team? Oh, yeah, yeah, the fact that some of the players are getting too old now. Yeah, they're getting old. This is their last World Cup for a lot of those players. Yeah. And I think... They'll turn it on. I think they'll. They have to put the energy in and the uh, the effort in. Last game, you all, don't just, all or nothing. It's a, it is an all or nothing game. I think they'll beat Croatia. I think it'd be a fantastic game. So I think Belgium and Morocco will be going through on that on Group F, and then the last, and then we go to the group last G. two. Yeah. So Group G. This is the big one. Yeah. 
Brazil, Switzerland, Cameroon, Serbia. This has been a really interesting group, actually, because um, Brazil, we know, are strong. They've got the strongest squad. And, and they beat Serbia 2-0. And they also recently, and I think a few years back, they actually won the Copa America final against Argentina. Yeah, yeah, they've been amazing. Um, in fact, just talking about Argentina again, when Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia, it was the first loss in, I think, almost 36 games. They'd, they'd oh, won or wow. drawn. They hadn't lost in 30-odd games. That's a long streak. And it's just so crazy that that would happen. But yeah. now that Argentina are back on form, let's see what happens. Anyway, Switzerland, Cameroon. Uh, Switzerland beat Cameroon 1-0. Brazil beat Serbia 2-0. I think those matches went according to how we thought. Yeah. And... One of the things that I thought was quite interesting was that Cameroon put up quite a good uh, fight against uh, Switzerland. Uh, but now we have, um, uh, they're going into their second games uh, tomorrow. Cameroon, Serbia, what Brazil, do you think Brazil, Switzerland. Yeah, so what, Cameroon, Serbia, who do you think is going to win? That? I think Serbia is going to be Cameroon. Well, I think it's going to be the other way around. I think Cameroon will actually be able to beat uh, Serbia. Having said that, the Serbs have got, They've got some good players, but um, they've only got Mitrovic from Fulham, who can re- who's a yeah. really out-and-out striker. So if he's fit, then yeah, I think so you're right. Serbia will actually uh, beat Cameroon. But if he's not there, if he's not fit, then I think Cameroon have a good chance of winning that game. Brazil, Switzerland? Now, Bra- now for, so with Brazil, Neymar's obviously injured. So that doesn't... He's out for the next couple of games, that's yes. right. But the thing is, I still think Brazil might do it, even though Neymar's not playing. Part of me thinks if Neymar's not playing, they might actually play better than they have been. Ooh. So I, I think they've got some great players. I mean, they've got the strongest squad, and I think they'll. Be oh yeah, they've also got like uh, Allison as well. They got yeah, they got great. I mean, it's from goalkeeper all the way to the strikers. They're fantastic. So I think that um, Brazil will beat Switzerland. Um, that will guarantee them the next to go through. And then it's really going to get down to the last two games, which is Cameroon versus Brazil, Serbia versus Switzerland. So in the, I don't see Cameroon losing to Brazil. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I don't, uh, you don't see them winning. Yeah, you don't see them yeah, winning, yeah. yeah. So Brazil will beat Cameroon. Switzerland, I think, will definitely beat Serbia. So Brazil and Switzerland, because they'll have a minimum of two games, have won two games, they'll both qualify. Yeah. So that's what I think we agree there. Yeah. So Brazil and Switzerland going through with Brazil being at the top of the, um, table. the, the table. And then the final group, which was originally was called the Group of Death. Um, <laughs> yeah. Group H. So this is the interesting one as well. Portugal, South Korea, Uruguay, Ghana. Yeah, and they've got their second games tomorrow. Uh, at the moment, Portugal are top of the table. South um, Korea is second with one. Yeah, Uruguay so, is third with one point, and Ghana are at the bottom with zero points. That's right. Portugal beat Ghana three two, and I'll tell you something. I think they were lucky not to get a draw. I agree. Ghana did really well to come back, and, and they the, could and have got a draw. And it, it, it was very yeah. exciting last four, five, six minutes of yeah, that game. Yeah, also didn't Ghana get a goal given offside. Possibly, I, I must admit, I forget that. But I yeah. do remember, I do remember that towards the end of the game, it just seemed Ghana were getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. So um, the South Koreans drew against Uruguay, and the, and that was quite a 
Interesting uh, that game. That was an I interesting think. game. Yeah, I thought it was a very good game. Actually, I, in terms fair, of... I actually thought South Korea were actually going to beat Uruguay. Uh, yeah, I did too. I did too. So South Korea take on Ghana. Ghana are desperate for a win. Um, do you think so? Who do you think is going to be win between South Korea and Ghana? I think South Korea. I think a lot will depend on um, Song and whether he he actually is on his game. If he is, if he can sort of get over the um, injury that he had, I think he will make the difference. And I think, but I think it's going to be close. It's going to be close. But yeah, let's go with South Korea. I think South Korea may just edge it. So who do you think is going to win out of Portugal and Uruguay? Now that one's interesting because Uruguay, if they win that game, um, they then, I think they're going to be desperate to win that game. I think that's going to be a really tough game for Portugal. Portugal, I think, will think, oh, we got three points in the bag. Um, Let's try and keep the roll going. Yeah, we, we just, yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll obviously be working hard to win, but I think that if they draw or lose, they know that they can always, in their last game against South Korea, they can get the additional points to to win. So I think Uruguay will actually win that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it gets to the last two games, uh, which are on I think on Friday. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be. Uh, I think I think South Korea might actually hold Portugal, and Ghana. I think it may actually end up holding Uruguay. So, so I so with South Korea Portugal, and I think it's going to be. I actually I actually think it's going to be Portugal winning. I think Portugal will actually go through more on goal difference than actually on points. Oh, and I think they'll be followed uh, with Uruguay personally. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. But, you know, again, this is actually quite a tight group. And, and also, interestingly, with the Portugal-Ghana game, Ronaldo became the first player to actually score in five World Cups. Yeah. I must admit, I don't think that penalty should have been given. I think he actually tricked the women referee. Uh, but anyway, it is um, it is what it is. Yeah, also, during this tournament, I've noticed a lot of the players seem to be hitting the crossbar instead of... I tell you, it's amazing how many... Yeah, and the strange thing is they said that this ball... This new football that they've got uh, for the World Cup is the fastest football that's ever been. So when you kick it, it goes at a higher speed than any other ball. Every time there's a World Cup, they say the ball's been improved. Now, sometimes it swerves more, it's lighter, it flies through the air faster. Um, what I'm think, what I think's happened is that um, I don't even notice, but some of the players when they shoot. It's like they're playing rugby and they kick it so far above the blooming crossbar. You wonder what the hell's going on. And also, is there just crossbars to the post as well? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. And I think it's maybe it's a, maybe when they're accurate, they're accurate. But I think this the ball it must be quite light um, because they they're, they're skying the ball so much. And today, especially with the um, the Germany Spain game. Spain game, I noticed that the German players. You know, when they were doing passes that were straight to the person and there's nobody between they just take a it was shot good. in it was fine no it was fine yeah. but when they had to put a bit of bend on the ball or when they had to sort of get over a player they would struggle yeah the ball was being hit too hard and it was running a lot faster also so, having said that so speaking of the Germany spring game I actually realised every time Germany had a corner I didn't I don't know what it was but they were just not decent enough to get into the goal yeah they're, 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 yeah the the, yeah, they weren't good enough. I mean, simple as that. They weren't good enough. In fact, that reminds me. Um, I think one of the, the the craziest goals happened in the Belgium match, um, where uh, 
the ball was kicked from the actual um it was kicked from the actual uh corner kick and it went straight into the goal. Oh, and wow. I thought I thought that was just bizarre. <laughs> I mean, the, the Moroccan who scored that goal, I don't think he would, could have wished for a better thing. You know, he, towards the end of the game, you kick the ball. I don't even think he was intending for it to go into the goal. I, was, no. I think he was intending. I think he was intending to pause into someone else so that they could hit yeah, the Yeah, I think it, there, there was a player near the post, um, and it just missed him and went straight in. I thought it was so funny. And the and the weird thing is. Um, Martinez, who's the manager of Belgium, said he's got nothing to do with Courtois, nothing to do with the defence, and they've been playing like that for the last five or six years. Um, and yet when they spoke to the Moroccan manager, he goes, you know what, we've been watching how they play, and they always leave that post open. So oh. we thought, why not try to kick for it, at, you know, get the ball there? Um, so... So that's it's, actually kind of a tactic, learning other teams. Uh, well, you have to look at, yeah, and you expect that, and you'd think that Martinez would know that. You know, he's an yeah. experienced goal, uh, manager. So yeah, it's very strange. So it, it's it's looking really good. I mean, obviously the big one um, tomorrow is it tomorrow England playing Tuesday. No, Tuesday Tuesday yeah England play Wales, and uh, that's going to be a big match, obviously. Yeah. But the so far it's the, when it when the World Cup's good, it's fantastic. When it's boring. It no, can be quite it. boring. It can be quite boring. <laughs> and I really hope there are no more matches like the one we saw, England versus America. I think you'd agree with that, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, and also, it's really spring Germany match again as well. I actually, the first goal Germany had, I actually thought they scored until they was offside by the smallest of margins. It was a very small, yeah. It was it was really close, actually. Um, and Rudiger, he did a fantastic run through. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't given. And VAR... Um, has it been fantastic? I think it's been okay. I, I, yeah. I don't think there's been... The only thing I would have said was that I think... I, I really think Ronaldo's um, penalty, penalty should shouldn't have been, have been given. Yeah, it shouldn't have been given. But that, yeah. that's just my own opinion. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you're enjoying the uh, World Cup as we are. And maybe our what we decide, what we thought or who we think are going to go through. Maybe you agree with us, don't agree with us. Please leave a comment. Remember to subscribe. Um we'll be doing a, a roundup in a few days time we'll see how our predictions are panning out and until then have a good one bye good night